0: It's a group. They it's a cappella. They don't have there's no oh. instruments, and they're doing, they do a Christmas show. Is it like an air band?
1: <laughs> they don't
0: play air. In,
1: Similar, except there is just yeah.
0: They don't pretend to be playing a guitar. Is that what you are saying?
1: Yeah.
2: No, they should. Yeah, because I want to. I still want to get my air band uh, garage band. Yeah. Oh
1: yeah. yeah. You are in it, by what, the way.
0: I can play yeah. a lot of air instruments. Oh
1: yes, yeah. you can. I've seen the banjo. But the you banjo wail. is my best. You whale.
0: Banjo is my best The the violin (laughs) or fiddle is not bad
1: I play a mean triangle
0: Do you really? Yeah You and Ed Grimley? Real
1: and imaginary
0: Hi, this is Travis And I'm a big ass runner from the Minton State of Michigan Welcome to the Big Ass Runner Podcast Where we entertain and encourage trail runners from all over the world here's your host, Jeff, the Clydesdale O.G. Harold, Stephen, the Thoroughbred Pritt. Well, thank you, Travis. And I asked Travis to do this intro and he said again, and I had forgotten that Travis had done one earlier in the year, but as always, Travis, great job on that intro. And I just missed meeting Travis because he and his brother Trent ran the same race that I ran this past weekend, but he did the Sunday event 50k and steven tim and i did the 50k on saturday so we just missed him but great job on that introduction travis well welcome to the big ass runner i'm jeff harrell steven pritt is still traveling we're going to miss him again this week he'll be back next week so i will try to steer this ship okay Yes, for QC. Iceberg, right ahead! Thank you. Yeah, hopefully we will not hit any of those, but we've got a great show for you. This is episode number 70, and we've got one of our just one of our favorites, Sarah Vander Newt, who is with Bandar Jacket, will be here in segment one to talk about the latest that's going on with her and with Vanderjacket and some of the things you can look forward to. She's always great to hear from Sarah. She's got so much wisdom To share with us and encouragement. And then, segment two, we have Marcy Baser back. You know, I can't believe it. It's almost December. Holiday season is upon us. And so, Marcy is going to share with us her Christmas list. You're going to have a great time with that. It's fun, informative, and funny, as always, with Marcy Baser. But before we get to that, as I mentioned, we ran a 50K this past weekend, we being myself and Timmy Time, and Steven. And so I wanted to give you a race update. This was a, well, we were considering a training race for our 100k later in February. Although when you're running a 50k, you know, it's an event, it gets the adrenaline going and the nerves going. And we felt like we were ready maybe a little bit underprepared based on the mileage we have been doing. It was a little bit probably bigger training run than we would normally have done at this point in our training, but we were up for it. We were game. And so I thought that we would share with you a race update. And instead of me just blabbing on about it, we actually took some audio in real time. So here's the beginning of our morning. We got up early on Saturday morning. This race was down in the Glen Rose-Granberry area of Texas, which is south of Fort Worth, in a really pretty area called Dino Valley. So here's our first race update. Okay, so here's a little race day tip for you from Timmy Time.
2: So we're driving in here. We're trying to figure out where the park is for Dino Valley, and uh, we're a little backwards. So we wanted to get here about an hour early, and it looks like we're going to be about 15 minutes late. So... Maybe go to the course the night before.
0: Or maybe read the emails they send you and read the directions. I don't know. One of the two. Yeah, we're a little bit lost, but, you know, we're going to find it. It's going to be great. Yeah, I think this is probably the case with a lot of you listening. You get a lot of emails from race directors about the race. Sometimes you read them. Sometimes you're busy. Sometimes you don't read them. And we definitely should have read our email a bit better because we got a little bit lost I'm the early guy. Steven likes to drive up right on time. Timmy time is probably a little bit in between. So we're starting to stress a little bit because we're having a hard time finding this race. But here's our second update. Well, good news. We somehow stumbled upon the race. We saw some arrows on some handmade signs, took a right, and all of a sudden here we are. And guess what we saw? We saw was it 7 or 8 beacons of light to welcome us. That's a that's a that's a well-run race when you have 7 beacons of light. Is he really? Oh, we just saw someone in a Big Ass Runner hat. That's awesome. Yeah, we did. We saw someone wearing a Big Ass Runner hat, which is so cool, which ended up being Sheila, if you guys listen to the show, you know one of our listeners is Sheila Gibson. She was running this race. She was actually doing the hundred k, and that was her husband in the big ass runner beanie, which was awesome. But we did. We didn't think we could find it. It was mapping us around. We saw some arrows, took a turn. All of a sudden, we see a bunch of cars, and of course, the beacons of light there to greet us. So we were warm. Our hearts were warmed by seeing that sight, and gave us enough time to get changed and ready and a little a little pregame in the beacon of light if you know what i mean and then we were ready to go for our 50k so here's our next race update all right Stephen, we're at the first loop at the end of the first loop at the aid station how are you feeling feeling great we uh one one lap down we got three more to go at a good pace no, just two more to go two more to go i see it i'm dementia yes no it's that's awesome beautiful day beautiful day beautiful day we saw we saw sheila on the course yeah Tim's changed into his Tiger Woods outfit. Yeah, Jim, Tim's got his uh, orange shirt and headband and ponytail. ponytail. which I got to get a photo of. So look for a photo on social media. But we're feeling good. Feeling good. We're here at the uh, what is this area called? The tent area. Aid station tent area. We're having a good time. Yeah, the first lap was great. It was cool, and temps were low. It was a it was basically a ten and a half mile loop and you did it three times if you're doing the fifty K. Those that were doing the hundred K obviously did it six times. And those that were doing the hundred miler did it nine times, which I can't imagine. But here's what happened though. It started out cool and perfect and crisp and first lap, like we said, went really well. But then it started to heat up. It actually got up to I think the official high was 91 degrees. Fortunately, it was not humid, but it was hot. And lots of the course was exposed. And so we we warmed up pretty quick. So the second loop was a little bit more of a struggle. And at that point, that's where kind of the fast runners, i.e. Tim and Steven took off. And I just kind of clodged of the long in lap number two and then we hit lap number three, that went well, and we did not get a, a race update in between lap two and three, but we did get a final update on our drive home. All right, this is our last uh, race report for the Dino Valley 50K. We all finished, it got hot. What was it, 91 degrees at one point? Brutal, but we all finished all three loops, all 50K, and we did well. We had a good time. Saw a lot of great people. We met Sheila on the course many, many times because there was loops, so we got to see her several several different times. And Timmy time is now jamming out to a little AHA. We're headed to get some burgers and beer.
2: of Of all the things I've got to remember. Shine away. It's
0: okay for you anyway. That's a little taste. A little taste of what happens in road trips. Steven even knows this one. Well done, Timmy Time. Well that's a wrap Dino Valley in the books. Hope you guys had a great Weekend of running. We'll talk to you soon. Yeah, that was a little peek behind the curtain there for the road trips that we take. And I think that's obviously our favorite part. When the race is done, you feel like you've accomplished something, you're headed for food. And that's where we were at that point. So great race and had a great time. Big thanks to my running coach, Coach Greg, who was out there with a bunch of his runners, Team Ninja, running different. 50k, the 100k, 100 mile. He had people in all, all of those, and was out supporting. So thanks, Greg, for doing that. Got to meet a lot of great people as well at this race. So hopefully you had a great race weekend as well. I know a lot of people are gearing up for different races throughout the rest of the fall and winter and into 2022. So wanted to share that quick race update with that. Let's get going on episode number seventy. Of the Big Ass Runner. Oh. Well, as I mentioned in the open, we have a couple of different partners that we work with here at the Big Ass Runner, and we work with them because we love. Their products, certainly, or we love what they do, but more than that, we love who they are and how they serve the trail running community, and we love to have Sarah Vander Newt from Vanderjacket back from time to time, and so we wanted to have her back here early December so we can get an update on what she's been doing. Last, we talked to her back in May and what's happening for this holiday season, and so, joining us now on the Big Ass Runner Hotline is one of our favorites, Sarah Vandernew. Sarah, welcome back to the Big Ass Runner.
3: Hello, Big Ass Runner Herd. Thanks for having me, Jeff.
0: <laughs> of course. We love having you on. I, I had to look back because it was almost one year to the date of this episode Dropping that you were with us the very first time—that was episode eighteen back on December seventh of twenty twenty-one. A lot has happened since that wow. episode. Yes, and then- a
3: lot has happened. Oh my goodness! Wow, for everyone and yes, just the listenership of the big ass runner has grown immensely. So a lot of people probably have no idea who you're talking to right now. (laughs) That's true.
0: That's true. If you've never heard Sarah before, you're in for a treat. And definitely go back and listen to episode 18 and episode 40. We brought you back, Sarah, back in May. I can't believe it's been that long Mm -hmm. since we had you back the second time. So I thought what we could do first is, and this will help people get to know you a little bit, but tell us about your summer. How'd your summer go?
3: Oh, it was great. Yeah. So we make running jackets in denver and summertime is not jacket weather so we really focus on like production and we make one-of-a-kind running jackets where each one is just a one-off and then we also make our denver micro line and the summertime is when it's in production in denver and then also just like finding independent running stores who are willing to take a chance on a small company and bring in our micro line so that was kind of the summer and that took us to some fun places because we got to go to Santa Fe, Boise, Idaho, which is actually uh, where I went to college and I graduated from the Boise State and Bend, Oregon and Portland, Oregon and Hood River, Oregon and all around Colorado as well. So our summer meant travel and meant running into new places, which was really fun too.
0: And you're from Bend, aren't you?
3: Yeah, I'm from Bend, but not Bend now. Like... When I was growing up in Bend, it was 30,000 people, and it was not a cool place, and no one has heard of it, <laughs> <laughs> um, but now it's really changed, and I would say it's changed for the better in a lot of ways. It's a great place, and I love going back.
0: <laughs> I've got a lot of friends who are golfers, and they, that's apparently Golfing Mecca is in Bend, Oregon. They've got great golf courses.
3: Oh, they do. Beautiful. And you can see the Three Sisters and Mount Bachelor there while you're golfing. I mean, I'm speaking like I'm a golfer. I definitely am not a golfer. <laughs> but I think golf courses are for running on, butts. <laughs> but there are some great places to golf in Bend, for sure.
0: And I know we talked last time, uh, you were just come out with your, your vest. How, how did those go?
3: Oh, those are great. It's so funny because the vests are, are really versatile because you can wear them into the winter over all your layers or just in the summer with nothing underneath. And our running vests are kind of a different focus. It's not like you taking your water cistern on a run. It's more like a fly fishing vest, but made for runners. So you have all the pockets to hold your stuff, but you might want to wear the camelback over that. So you have all the pockets and it's lightweight, but then you're wearing like some kind of water hydration system. But really like I'm so old school. I'll just wear one of our vests with like, a plastic water bottle filled up in the back pocket and for me for a 20 mile run that's great that's all I need some I think Stephen mentioned he doesn't run with much water either but everyone's different in that way
0: yeah we we have to tell Stephen to drink water it's like Stephen come on you gotta (laughs) you gotta hydrate so that's definitely I'm sure resonating with him yeah I think sometimes simplicity though we talked about this a few episodes ago about it sometimes we try to over complicate running and sometimes mm-hmm. yeah like grabbing the water bottle and just going for a run without all mm-hmm. the all the other things to think about can be freeing yeah. sometimes.
3: Absolutely. I think that's what I love about running so much. It's so pure. I mean literally if you have nothing or if you have all the things, you could both be running at the same pace. That's wonderful, you know. <laughs> it's very democratic in that way. <laughs>
0: And I, I know we we're going to talk a little bit more about some of the new things you guys have been working on there at Vanderjacket, but I'd love to hear because this, believe it or not, sir, this is we're almost in December. It's hard to believe the year, the holiday season is upon us. And we talked in our last episode just about what we're thankful for. I would love to give you the opportunity. You know, what maybe what are some of the things you personally are focused on this holiday season?
3: Mm, you know what? I think I'm really focused on the customer because. When I get to meet people, just like a steady flow of people walking by and they're all strangers and I get to engage with them, I just feel really lucky. It's, it's almost like a parade of humans walking by and you're just so happy to see them, like to be together, especially after COVID. Well, I shouldn't say after COVID because COVID is still here, yeah. but we're making strides and just to see people and see them with their families. Particularly, this happens at holiday markets where we sell our running jackets. And I just love seeing that interaction. A lot of times people are really joyful because they're reunited after being, you know, they live in different states and they go to a holiday market. And I love seeing that. It's kind of, you know, I don't mean to sound sappy, but it does kind of fill my heart. I have to say, like, I'm an introvert, but I love talking to people and just interacting with them. And I feel really lucky to own a business, but we're still small enough where I can see people's first reaction when they try on my stuff and when they just comment to me and we have that exchange. I feel like that's a gift.
0: (laughs) Absolutely. Well, plus your jackets are so cool, so (laughs) they're going to be excited. You know... (laughs) One of the things, and we were talking about community a little bit earlier before we we hit record on this kind of this, this episode, is we love here at the Big Ass Runner when we see different people that listen to the show connect with each other, and I think you had an opportunity to go on a run with Sadie pretty recently, mm-hmm. and Sadie's one of our mm-hmm. one of our listeners.
3: Yes. Yeah, so on Instagram, I think it's Sadie May Run. Yeah. Sadie is a Cross country coach in town. She's an ultra runner. She's running the Grand Canyon Rim to Rim right now to celebrate her birthday. She's also a burro racer. So she runs, and uh, Jeff and Stephen have interviewed her about running with donkeys uh, <laughs> on we trails have. In the mountains. And Sadie's just a gem. And I have to say, like, I, I run alone. I run alone. I do a long run in the dark on the weekends. And half of it's in the dark alone. Part of it is because I enjoy that time for my podcast and also, you know, some prayer, some meditation. And I like that. But I I have to say, I took a a risk out of my comfort zone and said yes to Sadie when she asked me to go for a run. And you know what? We went 18 miles and the conversation, it was just so rich. It was like, you know how you can run 18 or you can run a, a distance. And it feels easy, and then the next week or something, you have a three mile that feels like you're pulling nails out of a board. Like
0: (laughs) I know that all too well.
3: (laughs) Yes, and it's like, what is up with running? Like, how can that be? How can this three miles hurt worse than, you know, running eighteen with a friend or a new friend? You know, because we got to know each other. But at the end of the run, I realized, oh my gosh, we talked the whole time. I know this person really well. Was like sitting down for coffee for two hours, just talking about life. And I checked my Strava and we ran faster than I would have run alone. I mean, it was just like, wow, you know, we need each other. We need people. And even if you run solo, most of the time, maybe, maybe you could take a risk and invite someone to run with you.
0: <laughs> oh, I love that. I love that. When I saw that on Insta, I think I saw it on Instagram. Man, it just warmed my heart. And by the way, that was episode 24, that Sadie was on talking about her burrow running mm-hmm. and that was back on January 11th of this year, believe it or not. So yeah, I'm, that just made me yeah. so happy, Sarah. That was so cool.
3: Yeah. I mean, we literally, we were connected because of the big ass runner podcast and Jeff came to town in May. I think it was. And we met in person for the first time at a cafe. So, yeah. You know, Instagram friendships made real.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so much fun. So much fun. Yeah. Well, well, tell us about what's what's new. I know you guys have been working really hard. You worked hard on your vests. They're so cool. I've got one. Mm-hmm. I have two jackets and a vest, and I bought yeah. my and I bought my wife a few t shirts that you'll talk about here in a second. Yeah. But yeah, tell us about some of the new things that you've been working on because I think people are now that Christmas is almost here, the holiday season is almost here. People are thinking about gifts. What are some of the things yeah. you guys have been working on?
3: For sure. Well, we had a pop-up retail store for the first time ever in early November, and it went really well. So we are literally we're scrambling to put new jackets up on the website and we're going to do our best this holiday season. We made some hats out of the remnants that we have. You know, we make jackets of local remnants. So we're getting fabric that's in our area that has not been used in the first place and we can make our original jackets from that, you know, there's usually only enough of a piece to make one or two jackets from each fabric remnant. And so it's all kind of mismatched and I enjoy playing with the textures and the colors, but then even after we make the jacket, sometimes there's a remnant. And so I I made a few hats and they are reversible, which has been really fun, but they almost sold out at this pop-up. So I'm making some hats as fast as I can and uh, just trying to get, our new jacket styles back up on the website. And so I'm excited about that. But we also came out with our two new run school t-shirts. So every year we want to highlight a runner from history who has kind of a story that shapes running culture in one way or another. And I do just an ink pen drawing and have it printed on a t-shirt. And then I write some history about it and put it on the hang tag. Last year, we did Kathy Switzer, who was the first woman to run the Boston Marathon, but she tried to avoid the race director who was attempting to take her out of the race simply because she was a woman. But she did finish the race and was the first woman to do so. So this year, the two runners that we wanted to highlight were Roger Bannister and Florence Griffith Joyner. Flojo still has the women's 100 and 200 world record in track, even after decades that has been a longstanding world record that she has. And then Roger Bannister was the first man on record to break four minutes in the mile, which at the time was not a, well, I should say people didn't think humans could run faster than four minutes in the mile. And so for him to break it was kind of a symbol of just breaking limitations in general. And I know a lot of people, In other industries and fields have been inspired by his world record of breaking the four-minute mile years ago just to push past those limits that people have in their minds about what can actually be done. And uh, Roger Bannister, you know, he only had that world record for a month before somebody else broke it. And I think that just kind of goes to show that once somebody does something, we all know it's possible it's been done and it's it's very inspiring. We certainly need community, don't we?
0: Absolutely. I love both those choices. My wife has the Kathy Switzer shirt and she's by the way my wife's not a runner but she's lo- it's just such a unique piece and she just she absolutely loves it. So I'm excited to see that these these new ones as well.
3: Oh, thanks. Yeah, I have to tell you too. My family, we're kind of like a words family, I guess. Just really like language and words, vocabulary and we're really bad at science and math. That's part of it, too. <laughs> but um, <laughs> my dad wrote the blurb about um, Roger Bannister on his tag. And my sister, who writes the uh, luxury car beat for Bloomberg News, wrote the Flow dough piece.
0: Wow. But she wasn't allowed
3: to put her name on it because Bloomberg kind of gets riled up. And the lawyers advise not to put your name on certain things. But So it was fun to make it a family effort and have their writing on the tag.
0: That's super cool. And by the way, Bloomberg does not listen to this podcast. They'll never know.
3: (laughs) (laughs) That's good. good. And her name's not on it. So they couldn't prove it anyway.
0: (laughs) Awesome. So if someone is interested in looking at at a gift this holiday season, you've got the, you've got, Mm -hmm. and you said this Run School, that's that's the name of those shirts. Is that right?
3: Yeah. So just go to VanderJacket.com, go to our Run School t shirts page. It has those runners. The t-shirts come in five different sizes. So we really have a range, and they're unisex fits. And then if you want to shop our Denver micro line, that's on our website, too, vanderjacket.com. And we ship everywhere. And I should say, we will ship to Latvia uh, if those <laughs> listeners get in touch. We'll make it happen. You'll make it
0: happen. You do <laughs> yeah. Yeah, You do amazing things, and including getting things to Latvia. I love it.
3: Yeah. <laughs> something happened to me, which I think is really rare, which probably most people in their jobs don't get. But for me, it was really kind of rewarding. I was at a market and these are like, kind of like, uh, artisan markets. And Denver has a lot of them where there are like 80 vendors selling different things that they hand make locally. And I'll have the Vanderjackets. And, um, On Saturday, I was selling jackets and my booth was particularly full. And I saw my dad coming through the crowd. He was coming just to say hi. I could see him coming. And right about then, somebody who kind of had a history with me because she found me maybe six years ago and she bought a jacket and she was real petite. And I told her I would take it in for her. And she lived in a different city. And we sent this jacket back three times. The first two times, the jacket I altered for her was still too big. And then the third time, it was too small and it didn't fit her. And there was nothing I could do after working on this jacket for hours. And she sent it back to me uh, because she couldn't run the net. It was too tight. And I I felt really bad about the whole thing. A lot of labor went into it, of course. And she was perfectly nice, but... She couldn't wear it anymore and she sent it back and said don't refund my money it's fine like you put a bunch of work into this well I sold the jacket to somebody who it fit perfectly who was even more petite than she was about a week later and so I sent her the check kind of like as a refund for what she paid for the jacket and anyway that was years ago I don't really do that anymore that was kind of a cautionary tale not to start cutting up people's jackets and trying to make them fit better. (laughs) But um, anyway, she came in to the booth and while I was gone and my husband was manning the booth, she had bought a jacket and she came back. So fast forward to where my dad's coming towards my booth and she comes in my booth first and she had bought a jacket which fit her perfectly and she was on cloud nine. And I mean, she was so excited. She took it out of the bag and said, look what I bought. And you weren't here and your husband was here, but let me show you. And she put it on. And she was just very like profusely complimentary. Like it was kind of, it was kind of embarrassing because I, you know, I make jackets. I don't save the world by any means. And my dad saw all of this. And I was thinking, you know, I have a good relationship with my dad. I know he approves of me and stuff, but most people don't get, To have their supervisor or their, yeah, their manager review them in front of their parents, like as adults, like progress reports Mm -hmm. and report cards, that's over. And your parents don't know how you do in your job so much. And this was a case where it was like my supervisor was reviewing me and my dad was watching and it was really, really positive. And I felt like, wow, that's just kind of a gift. The timing there that he even got to see someone be so excited about buying something I made. And I know it's kind of a funny, quirky little story, and most people won't have an experience like that. But as an artisan, it was like, wow, that timing was a gift, you know, that he got to see that. So that was cool.
0: That is awesome. Because, you know, for someone like you that's a creator, and you're you're creating so many different variations and versions of, of, really, your jackets are art. And to see someone react to something you've created, and to have your dad, who I know you you love, and is you know probably one of your heroes, see that reaction to your art—oh my gosh, that had to be amazing!
3: Yeah, it was. It it was like it just felt. I mean, I can't. I know I already said it, but it just felt like such a gift of timing and coincidence that he could see that, and I knew he saw it, and uh, and this person. Was definitely you know a rare person who would verbally express that kind of delight about something I made, but yeah, it was special.
0: I love it. Well, sounds sounds like you got you got an early holiday gift, Sarah.
3: Yeah, <laughs> it was. It was. I think it's going to carry me through the holidays. <laughs>
0: well, and I know you know this is your busy season. You're entering your really frantic, busy season. So I'm sure having that early mm-hmm. gift at the front end of the season is truly a gift. So man, that's so cool.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. (laughs) Well,
0: Sarah, we love working with you. We love obviously what you do and just appreciate more than any of that, even the business side, just who you are as a person and just wanting to do great work and any way that we can help you. We love to do that. So definitely go check out Vanderjacket.com. Check out those new running school t-shirts.
3: Thanks Jeff. I really appreciate it. I love the partnership with the show and as my story Test, you build friendships, and gosh, is there any better thing than that? You know, that's just it's a wonderful thing. So, please keep building the community of runners and the big ass runner herd, and just wish you all the best.
0: Well, thank you, Sarah. And I, and I think in this holiday season, one of the things I know I'm focused on is the friendships the friends that I've, that I've made. We talked about it last episode, and the friendship that I've created with you through this, like you said, through this podcast. I value so much. So mm-hmm. so thank you for that and for who you are and hope you have a great December. Believe it or not, it's here. And I know we'll probably chat with you very, very soon.
3: Yeah, thank you.
0: Well, one of the things we absolutely love to do is to give shout-outs and kudos to the big-ass runners out there just making it happen. And this weekend was such a big and busy weekend. We have four shout-outs and kudos this week. I've mentioned a few of them already, but Sheila Gibson, she completed her first 100K, got that belt buckle. Way to go, Sheila. I mentioned Travis came down from Michigan to run Dino Valley 50k with his brother Trent. Way to go guys. That was awesome. I saw your times. You beat me. That's okay. I'm I'm good with it. I'm good with it. Katie Musser, she's been training for a long time for her first 50 miler. And while it didn't go exactly as she had pictured it, she did a really great job. She got out there. She gave it her all. She learned a lot. So Katie, just want to say how proud we are of you for all the effort and hard work that you've put into it. And I know that the next one will go even better. And so great job, Katie. And then last is Danny Matthews. You guys know her as Unicorns Eat Pancakes. She is now an ultra marathoner. She ran her first 50K as well and just knocked it out of the park. So Sheila, Travis, Trent, Katie, Danny, awesome job this weekend. Way to go. We're super proud of you. Shout outs and kudos headed your way. Way to go. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Marcy Bazer.
1: <laughs> Hi guys. What's up MB? How you doing, baby?
0: Good. Yes, that is Marcy and Tim. We're back. Take, Timmy. Taking the spot of Steven while he is traveling. So that was not Marcy saying, "Hey baby" to Steven. That was
1: <laughs> <laughs> That was to my husband.
0: Yes, yes. <laughs> Just want to make that clear. Uh. Well, we love having the Bazers on with us. Marcy is here because, can you believe this? It is December.
1: It has come so fast. We
0: are going to do a Christmas edition of Timmy Time. We have to do that. Oh, yeah. The people are asking for it. Let's be honest. Well, let's give them what they want. Let's give them what they want. (laughs) That's right. But we wanted to bring Marcy on because we talked to Sarah Newt earlier in the show, and you know now is a time. I know there's a lot of early birds that do a little early shopping, but if you're like me, you're just now starting to think about it. Oh yeah, holidays are here. Whether you celebrate Christmas or whatever holiday you celebrate, it's the holiday season. Yes, it's yes, the it is. It's giving season. It is my favorite time of year,
1: Jeff. That does not surprise me about you at all. He's a giver. Yeah, he is. He loves the gifts. He's given me some lovely gifts of the years.
0: Thank you, thank you. I do love giving gifts, and yeah, Christmas time for me is the best.
1: It is. It's so fun. You know
0: what we're gonna do? I'm taking my son and my daughter to see Pentatonix. Chris, the Christmas. Y'all know who that is? I've heard of it. Yeah. No idea. It's a group they it's a cappella. They don't have there's no oh. instruments and they're doing they do a Christmas show. Is it like an air band? <laughs> they don't play air in,
1: similar except for just, different. There's just Yeah.
0: They don't pretend to be playing a guitar, is that what you're saying? Yeah. No, they should. Yeah, cuz I want to
2: I still want to get my air band uh garage band. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah.
1: You're yeah. in it, by what, the way.
0: I can yeah. play a lot of air instruments.
1: Oh, oh yes yeah. you can. I've seen the banjo. But the you banjo wail. is my best. You whale.
0: Banjo is my best. The, I, the violin or <laughs> fiddle is not bad.
1: I play a mean triangle.
0: Do you really? Yeah. You and Ed Grimley? Real
1: and imaginary. Do
0: you remember Ed Grimley? Oh, yeah. I remember Ed. Oh. I'm only forty six because
2: I don't remember that.
0: Well, that was Saturday Night Live.
1: That was so good. It's a show that so was on good. Saturday
0: night. Still is, actually. <laughs> I don't watch anymore because I can't stay up that late.
1: I know, uh, it's tough.
0: Let's be honest. Well, we wanted Marcy to come today with marcy's christmas list
1: marcy's christmas to, list
0: you know get the ideas and the juices flowing because if you're out there going you know what am i going to get that special person in yeah. my life my family what are the possibilities we we thought who so better many, so many who better but to have marcy baser come on and share with us her christmas list well
1: yes. thank you you know mine's a little list of dudes. And don't
0: oh well, it always is yeah. It always is with, with
1: with Christmas, you know. I mean, let's just start off with a really good one. My first is experiences.
0: Ooh, that's
1: probably my favorite gift to get is an experience. Whether, Say more about that. Well, it could be anything. It could be something like big, like a trip, or it could be a one-night cooking class for two. Oh, like give a gift of an experience. To go do something. Yeah. I love that. Yeah, to me, that's probably the best gift you could give me because then you have to do something with me if you went to or not because you gave me the (laughs) gift.
0: You know that makes me think of? Hmm. So I'm looking at Tim. I'm looking at Marcy. We... Decided to pull the trigger on some really, really, really expensive concert tickets oh, to go yeah. see Elton John. Yes! And the way I thought about it is like, you can't rationalize the cost of these no. tickets. No, no you no. can't. but Does Allison know? She does know. Yeah. Oh, I was
1: going to say, so this would be a great it's Christmas a, present. A, oh, I should have done <laughs> no. dang dang it. Dang it. I
0: did. <laughs> Oh,
1: I know about it, but still, that's what I'm getting for Christmas, and it's a great gift. Yeah.
0: So, but the way I thought about it was, this is going to be an incredible experience. Mm -hmm. Yes, we're going to see Elton John in his last, supposedly his last farewell.
2: Supposedly, (laughs) Joel's last. Yeah,
0: Yeah, seventh farewell tour. But Uh, I've never seen him. You guys have never seen him. We love Elton John. It's like the experience is worth it. Yeah. Yeah. So I love that
1: experience. Mm -hmm. Totally.
0: And that's why we're going to see pentatonics. It's like, let's just go do it. It's an experience. It'll be fun to get. We have memories. You have photos. The whole thing.
1: Memories. It's everything. Yes, absolutely. Love it.
0: Home run on the first Thank you. one. You, man, you set the bar you. high.
1: Well, I know. is anyone else can throw? Is it just? My it's list? just. just, just all me. I mean, if Timmy time.
0: time wants to throw some in
2: Exo well, socks, I guess. Yeah, you're gonna <laughs> get. Some, yeah. He's gonna get I've some been p- told well, I needed Exo
0: socks. Timmy Time go. wears. What do you wear? Hanes. Hanes,
1: but the really good ones.
0: The good Hanes for we're talking about for a fifty k. We're not. I mean, every day that's fine. Yeah. But yeah, we got to get him in some exoskin socks, the, yeah. toe, the toe socks. Yeah.
1: Well, all right. Apparently, put them on the list and I'll <laughs> stick them in a stocking. It needs to happen.
0: <laughs> What's next on your list, Marcy?
1: Well, some things you just can't have. I'd like to be able to have Tim's hair. That's, that's one of those <laughs> His things. hair is
0: incredible.
1: <laughs> His hair comes up more often in conversations with everybody everywhere. I'm like, there's like a bit of envy me, and me and i would of the like town. to have it is the talk of the hey town. just so
2: everybody knows this is covid hair that's just gone wild it i've yeah. never had long hair before. no
1: no he told Ever. he used to tell me when i'd ask him to grow out his he basically shaved his head yeah. the first
2: how yeah. many years
1: i knew you you 20s. had short hair as long, so as, long as i mean it was you. shaved it yeah. was like a clip and yeah. yeah and i was like well why don't you grow it out i can't
0: Oh, now I can't.
1: And now look at him. He's like Fabio.
0: It's true. And I see pictures of you With short hair, which are, well, I'm looking right here in the studio. It doesn't even oh, yeah.
1: look like. I was him. like, who
0: is that guy? Big old You look round good with. You look good with. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah. round headed.
0: It does counteract your. You kind of have a chubby cheeks. You have chubby yeah. cheeks. Yeah.
1: The hair works. For I her. keep
0: my weight in my face. You do. <laughs> You do. And you wear long hair very well.
1: He does. Oh, my goodness. That brings me to my number three, where we wear our weight. I would love to have good legs <laughs> for so many different reasons. I never have That's liked my legs. Christmas yeah, legs? Yeah, <laughs>
0: good legs. He
1: said I could put anything on there I wanted. There were no limits yeah. when it comes yeah. to Marcy. Sometimes they hurt. I don't like them when they hurt. And uh, I don't like the way they look. So I'd like to have good le- like Lieutenant Dan.
0: lieutenant. <laughs> <laughs>
1: you ain't got no legs I guess I shouldn't complain because I got legs
0: <laughs>
1: that's true I
0: ain't no legs you
1: ain't got no legs oh my you, know,
0: you want ice cream <laughs>
1: best movie ever you know that is
0: interesting though You, the way people wear weight differently oh yeah so Tim you mentioned you wear your weight in my your face cheeks. like the first thing if you're putting on weight it's going to appear where in your face. face in
1: his cheeks mm-hmm.
0: yeah you're saying Marcy your legs all legs for me, it is, it is muffin top. It's that little... <laughs> muffin top. It's like the little inner tube around my, my waist. Uh, I look thin everywhere else. That weight has been there for 30 years. It, well, doesn't, it does not want to leave.
1: It's like my legs. It's like it my just legs.
0: doesn't want it's, it's, it's It is pesky.
1: <laughs> it is pesky. It does
0: not want to leave as much as I do cardio and core work and all that.
1: Well, how's your new girdle working that you boys bought?
0: New what? The, the new gir- girdle, your girdle, you guys. Boy. Oh, girdle! Y'all yeah, got those girdles? Yeah, are they? I thought you said the new girl. You buy like, What? <laughs> <laughs> your girdle? You're, you're naked. Oh, the naked belt. <laughs> yes. The naked band. Yes, it's great. Did you Did you ask people how they in? say
2: naked? Is it naked or naked? Yeah, it's
0: I naked. Sa- I apparently on the show I said naked, mm-hmm. and Stephen actually called me out, but I didn't know he was calling me out. He goes, "Is it naked or naked?" I like, "I don't know." I don't it's know.
1: It's a cool belt, care. though.
0: And then I got called out by someone else. That's you should fine. have
1: seen Tim trying to put his on for the first time. <laughs> that was a sight to behold. <laughs> it,
0: it, there's a technique, but I love it. Me too. And yeah, it, it stays do. on really well because I have a muffin top. that fits <laughs> just right over the top of.
2: You can put your goo packets on top of your muffin <laughs> top. Yeah.
0: I, I, I set my drink on top. Goodness. It's all good. Well, you wear it well. <laughs> well, thank you. Well, thank you.
1: <laughs> well, now I'd like to give you a couple of what you shouldn't buy for. Okay. Particularly this your is, spouse.
2: Oh no. A little, cautionary <laughs> goes.
0: little cautionary tale. <laughs> I knew <laughs> I shouldn't have hosted. How, how to stay married happily?
1: Oh, uh, I think this was our first year. And granted, Tim's heart was in the right place. He just kept talking about how great my gift was going to be. And then when he started using things like useful, I was like, "Uh, you know, we're kind of going into a a gray area of gifting. And he was so, I mean, just so excited about it. And I'm telling you, we didn't have two pennies to rub together, let alone a pot to piss in. And so a Dyson was was like
2: 500 bucks.
1: Yeah, it could have been five million. Back like in two thousand two, <laughs> it felt like yeah, five million. It was it was five million dollar vacuum cleaner that my husband gave me for Christmas, and I I. Feel like at the time, I it put made on you a good look sexy face. when you, yeah, uh, yeah. Well, you say you know. that every time I put on <laughs> the leaf blower. If I put the leaf blower on my back, he's like, You've never looked sexier. Like, <laughs> like, just shut up. <laughs> 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 Acts of service with this one, yes, but, apparently, yes. So, yes, that was probably. Mm, I don't know. Tim's given me some interesting gifts in the years. <laughs> but that one was probably the one that hurt my feelings because I thought he thought I was a really bad housekeeper too, because we were oh. newlyweds. Well, that's uh, that's a
0: good one. Don't, yeah, so yeah. Is that's, it, a,
1: that's a don't do.
0: Is it it's not don't give a Dyson? It's don't give a gift that signals something you don't intend to signal.
1: Well, don't give a gift of work to somebody unless <laughs> they've asked for it. Right. <laughs> hey, I bought you some tax work to do. I don't even know what you call it because I don't do that tax work. Some tax work. <laughs> some tax work. What were these
0: numbers? Yeah, I, I bought you a spreadsheet. Like an abacus. <laughs> yeah, I bought you a spreadsheet software. How do you, how that's you feel about fun. that?
1: Fun. Yeah, I mean, unless it's asked for, it's an experience. Yeah. <laughs> true. Yeah. It true. It experience. was an experience, and it lasted a long time. It was a I-
0: good. That's true. I brought you some receipts to reconcile. (laughs) Whenever the word reconcile is involved, it's It's it's, it's hard work. It's never good. It's It's a lot of stuff. A lot of stuff. Hard work. Okay. That's a good one.
1: Yeah. That's a good one. Well, I do have an interesting story of one year. This was also when we were newlyweds within the first few years. Um, I did all of the accounting in the household, all the reconciling, if you will. Yes and something came across that i was checking through the checking account and it was to a jewelry store
0: uh-oh and
1: it was around christmas and i thought oh, uh-oh anything over 20 bucks and we're like oh this is pricey this is <laughs> this is something and it was at least a couple hundred dollars, and I was like, "Oh my goodness!" Tim's bought me jewelry for Christmas, and I kept waiting and looking under the tree, looking for that special little gift, all it's wrapped up, a little, up.
0: little square, yeah. thin box. It never oh, no. showed
1: up. I look. I mean, I started to kind of like sweat it a little bit. Like, I got Where in trouble. Is it? We're not done here, Tim Baser. <laughs> You're, <laughs> You're about to get stand in trouble, down again. Tim Baser. So he, I kept waiting and kept waiting. By Christmas morning. I really am pissed. I'm like, who did he buy this jewelry for? <laughs> oh, boy.
0: Oh, boy. Jewelry
1: was bought, and it's not under this tree. So I'm just r- unwrapping my gifts and probably not. I'm probably just staring at him blankly while I'm unwrapping gifts. And then there was this box that looked like it was about the size of a football and I unwrapped it and there was a teddy bear and that necklace was hanging around.
0: Oh, Timmy yes. time.
1: I felt so terrible. I even <laughs> confessed right then when I thought
0: it happened. You sly devil. <laughs> so Who did you buy the jewelry
1: for? Yeah. For you, yeah, baby. It was, for yeah. You. It was for me. It was for oh, me. Oh,
0: Tim. Always keeping I them guessing, Timmy always, Times. Yeah, always. he keeps Keep me on my your toes. toes. Yes. Yep.
1: This is true.
0: I, th- I think the <laughs> lesson here, too, Marcy, would you agree, is don't jump to conclusion?
1: Especially when you're young. And that's all you do is jump to.
0: That's all you do. And I think something you've said, which is lower your expectations.
1: <laughs> yeah, we talked about that at dinner. <laughs> Tim taught me not to lower them, just don't have any. <laughs> have zero <laughs> expectations, honey, and no. I will never disappoint you. <laughs> and you know what? 10 yeah. years into our marriage, when I finally grasped onto that piece of advice, We've been sailing you real have, easy. It's you true. crushing it. Yeah. yeah. I feel like we could basically be marriage counselors at this point. Oh, 100%. And that's all yeah. we need to say. Have zero expectations and you will never be disappointed. <laughs>
0: <laughs> man, with a kiss. She sealed it with a kiss, ladies and gentlemen. That is awesome. Uh, man, these are good. These uh, are good. So Jeff, what, what do you want to
2: get for Christmas? What do you want?
0: What do I want for Christmas? See, here's the thing. I I immediately jump to trail running stuff and I think about all the things I wish I had. But then I go, you know, as soon as I, so one thing would be, I want a new Garmin watch, but my current Garmin's fine. Mm -hmm. Like I want some new gear, but the gear I have is fine. And I go back to, I think like Marcy started this off with, I think it's experiences, which is why. I spent a a fair amount of money on these Pentatonic tickets, but I'm like, it's on the 23rd of December. Mm -hmm. We'll get dressed up in our Christmas best and we'll go to this concert. We'll do dinner beforehand. Like that's what I want. Yeah. It's the memories with.
1: It's the time with the people you care about. Right.
0: And my wife is in in church ministry. And so she'll be booked because of Christmas services. Yeah. So it'll be me and my daughter and my, and my son. And, and uh, so it'll, it'll be something really fun.
1: Don't you feel like the experiences are something that come with age?
0: I think so. <laughs> I feel like
1: we've kind of had a lot of stuff, yeah. right? stuff and realize that stuff really doesn't give you all the warm wiggles you hope for for more than about 10 minutes. And exactly. Thinking, it's the experience and the memories. Because
0: you go, what what did I get last year for Christmas? Yeah. I, like, don't I don't know. I don't know. I'm not really sure. Yeah, but you'll, you'll remember matter. that movie you watched together you remember yeah the time the meal she remembers that you the vacuum i tell you that. yeah
1: <laughs> if it's crappy we'll remember that i'll tell you that the, the vacuum
0: will live on
1: it's brought up twice in this podcast
0: <laughs> so true yeah that, i look forward to things uh, like we're gonna go to bandera we're gonna yeah. hang out together at, at an aid mm-hmm. station that to me Fun. is like like that's a gift to are me. we
1: invited back oh yeah am i invited back of course all right
0: of course you're invited back yeah they we're we're gonna be right there at Choppas again. It's gonna be fun making oh, up yeah. our chopas special. Yeah. special.
1: Hot broth and mashed potatoes. i was baby. gonna say
0: if you're wondering what that is, that is a deliciousness of hot broth and mashed potatoes. The only
1: uh, time that, that would be good today? is when you're freezing together Yeah, <laughs> and you're running. We put
0: sausage in there. We put it in a cup and gave you a spoon. It was yeah. delicious
1: and a smile. Oh, a and big some smile. attaboys. Oh, you know what? We sang F-Y- to people. I-
2: we may have a karaoke machine there this year, too. Oh, karaoke? Yeah, we will. It's yeah. finally going to get used. It's finally going to get used. <laughs> I got that for Jim
1: for your birthday. My birthday. Yeah, yeah.
2: That's when we decided yes! we don't need to and really you know give what? each other gifts anymore. Yeah,
1: that's when we ended it. <laughs> We're done with gifts.
0: <laughs> Not a bad strategy. So if yeah. you're if you're thinking about a race, Bandera.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. we'll see you there.
0: Chop a special. Timmy Time will sing you a song. I mean, what more could he ask for? Not much.
1: You will hear that wailing from miles around. <laughs> it will echo through the mountains. So great.
0: <laughs> well, that's an awesome list. Timmy Time, anything on your list? That, but you asked me. I, I didn't ask you. Any, anything that's on I your think Christmas I'm good. list? We're going to get you some extra I, yeah, I think I'm good. Yeah, I think I'm good. Yeah, I those socks. He wants those socks. Socks, We're gonna socks, get those socks. You socks and underwear, he was looking I'm up. good.
1: Yeah, he was looking up downstairs. Yes. He well, wants those socks.
0: We will make that happen. Well, Marcy, thank you for helping us getting the juices going, <laughs> the Christmas list going heavy on the experiences, right?
1: Very heavy. It's it's an age thing. I really
0: think Lower? It is. Yeah, the kids are probably like experiences. <laughs> Stephen,
1: I want a bike. Yeah.
0: Exactly. Like, well, you, I know, get my, you know, what You know my kids love the most. Yes, I mean, jeans. No.
1: Yes, <laughs> jeans.
0: 1987.
2: Yeah.
1: That's what I wanted. That was my biggest Christmas wish so, back no, in the day. What Maybe. were they? Garboles? What do they want?
0: They love stockings. Like, we do stockings. Oh,
1: yeah. Stockings yeah. are awesome.
0: My kids love stockings, I think, more than the actual gifts and all that stuff. Oh, yeah. So.
1: The stockings are fun. Yeah.
0: Hey, Just, when you
2: grew up, did your parent or did Santa Claus put apples and oranges in your stockings?
0: Uh Not apples and oranges, but nuts. Yeah.
1: Did that happen to you, too? Oh, yeah. I got apples uh, and oranges. For you kids, stockings weren't that great. Yeah. Yeah. I went to my grandmother's house one time for Christmas, and she put that crap in mine. I'm like, what the... <laughs> Hell. It looks like my lunchbox. This is yeah. I didn't like this in my lunchbox. At least put some Twinkies. Why in there. would Santa a little bring me Dabby for crying out loud?
0: Why does Santa bring me fruit? Do
1: you hate me? Am I in the this, naughty list?
0: Is North Pole fruit any different than regular fruit? Doesn't seem to be.
1: Uh, uh, well,
0: it's always informative. It's always fun. It's always Marzipan.
1: Thanks, guys.
0: Well, believe it or not, that is the end of episode number 70 of The Big S Runner. I want to say a big thank you to Travis for doing that awesome introduction, for Sarah Vander Newt, as always, giving us some great words of wisdom and getting caught up with what's going on with all things Vander Jacket. Big thanks to Marcy Baser, of course, for her Christmas list and all the fun and funny. And again, just big shout out and kudos to Sheila, to Trent and Travis, to Katie and to Danny for the amazing job this past weekend. And there's lots of others of the big ass herd that had great races too. So way to go. Big ass herd that's out there getting it done. Well, thanks again for listening to the big ass runner. A couple of other things we want to thank our partners. That's path projects. They make amazing gear. So go to pathprojects.com if you want to get something for yourself or for one of your favorite runners this holiday season, as well as Vanderjacket. Vanderjacket Vanderjacket.com. Check out those runner school t-shirts. And one thing we'd love to have you do, if you will just tell one person this holiday season about the Big Ass Runner podcast, we know this podcast spreads when you guys share it with others that you know in your center of influence. So we appreciate that. Last thanks, as always, to our audio engineer, Steve Sarsaparilla Saunders, for all the great work he does in making us sound great. Excellent! Thanks again to all of you. Get out there, hit those trails, and keep running your asses off. Hi, this is Travis. I'm a big-ass runner from the Minton State of Michigan. Welcome to the Big Ass Runner Podcast, where we entertain and encourage trail runners from all over the world. Now, here's your host, Jeff the OG Clydesdale. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, this is Travis, and I'm a big ass runner from the mid State of Michigan. 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 Damn it. Hi, this is Travis. Hi! <laughs> One more. I think we've heard this story, haven't we? Have
1: we brought up the Dyson?
0: Oh yeah, I think we have a vacuum cleaner. Yeah. Yeah. yeah,
1: it's obviously it's smart. So I'm yeah. still talking. Eighteen about it. years ago,
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, probably was. I think you did tell that because I, I think we were talking about Christmas gifts or something or, or the best year, best yeah. worst yeah. gifts. And I think we, I brought up the father of the bride where he gives yes. her the blender <laughs> and she freaks out. And he's like, "It's a blender." Like, yes, but it's all the other things that you know. Anyway, I'll I'll put a little clip of that movie in right now look. It's a blender. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean,
3: I didn't want to act thrown or anything, but inside I was. I mean, I thought something for the apartment, maybe, maybe a new clock or a cool phone or a great
0: Art book or something but a blender? I mean what is this nineteen fifty-eight to give the little wife a blender? And there it is. And there it is. How'd you like that? How you like them, Apples? The miracle of audio engineering by the great Steve Saunders, ladies and gentlemen.
3: The only good thing about being wounded in the buttocks is the ice cream. Look at it, Dad. I got you some ice cream
2: it, Dad, ice cream.